This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, hello, everyone. Every once in a while, I like to just kind of be with you and do a show solo on it. And this show we're going to talk about um, probably hits every one of you in some way. And it's it certainly has been heightened because of COVID time um, and the changes that are going on. So as, as we kick off going that, I, I want to, again, as I always do, welcome to this edition of the Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing podcast. And I'm going to share with you, the topic is Zoom, by the way. The topic is online programs, online presentations as a presenter and as a presenter participant um, with that. I'm going to start with the participant side. But that I, I always like to share the insights, ahas, and tips that I use um, that I want to see in the Zooming community with people who are on the programs where I'm either the presenter, I'm leading, I'm a participant, fill in the blank. And a reminder to you, please follow me on Twitter at my book shepherd. And hey, join my Facebook uh, book publishing group. I'd love to have you there. And my quote for today uh, is that uh, I'm going to do something dealing with um, the craft of publishing, of authoring, of writing. An author is a craftsmith. Our words are our tools. Success is choosing the right tools for the job from my book, Snappy Sassy Salty Success. And what we're talking about is tools today and where we go and how we go about doing them. And I have been, I mean, I've been using Skype and Zoom for years, years before a lot of people were even into what's a Zoom, right? And then, you know, we had that lovely Zoom bombing that was going on when everyone started getting on it. Of course, COVID hit and people were often running um, and this is where people were doing it. And I was just kind of appalled by the lack of etiquette, the lack of usability, the uh, really the recognition of how to do a few things. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So with that said, um, and, and people have always said, why don't you do all your podcasts on Zoom? Well, I guess we could do it or we could do other things on but the reality is a lot of people, I'm not going to say they're not photogenic because you can always come that across. It's just that they they don't have the energy that needs to come across. The, and I'm talking about the visual energy that needs to be engaged. So we've just find we've got a good, strong voice. This is the way we're going to go with that. So my questions for you um, 
that that people have asked me is is there a list of Zoom etiquette? People have asked me uh, for for meetings, and officially, I don't know of any in writing. But that doesn't mean that you can't create your own Zoom tips if you are leading a program. And by the way, I do have my I, I have my uh, when people come on to my workshops, we have rules <laughs> that we do. Um, and as and I'm a host of at least a dozen Zoom events literally every week, a dozen of them. I'm working one-on-one with my authors. So we have our own rules when it's a one-on-one meeting time that we're, we have our work sessions that range from an hour up to three hours. Uh, it could be a leading like my Amazon bestseller class that I do all on Zoom um, every other month on Wednesdays, and it's 90 minutes, and it's a high-intense workshop. And one of the rules is you are visual on camera with me the whole time. Your mic is on live because I hot seat you all the time um, going through that. So we go through those areas in that. So with that, I've kind of created a list of button pushers for me. And my do and don't kind of things to go. So let's let's talk about from backgrounds to muting to unmuting some of the chat features that that you could use. And 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 it's going to probably be Zoom, although you may have other webinar formats um, that we use. When I work with my, I have two people who work for me from overseas, and we found that Skype actually works the best. And we usually do a visual interaction, although we send things back and forth in a texting type messaging as we we do that. So the first thing is that before you get online with anyone, it's called familiarity. You have to be familiar with what's going on. So whatever formula, whether it's a Skype, whether it's Zoom, whether it's something else, and I'm going to talk primarily about Zoom that you need to get on and figure out what this dashboard's about. Um, and typically your dashboard, that, and it's going to be a broad line, will be from one edge of your screen to the other, um, is going to be uh, a, a strip. And, you know, mine comes across as very dark, but it has all kinds of goodies on it. And it will have, um, it will have a mic. It will have a video camera um, on it. It will have a, a series of, of things where you will have um, a, a thing that says, for example, security. And the security will show up. Security will allow me to bring in other people. I can say we can share our screens. We can do things like that. It'll show me how many participants are there. I can take some polls. I can have a side chat going on. Um, and that can be very disruptive, by the way, if you have a workshop going on, and I'll come back to that. Um, you can al- I can allow people to share screen. I can sh- show up re- uh, other apps. I can do reactions. Um, I can do a lot, a lot going on. So Zoom allows that, and it's going to be the dashboard. It's usually a black line that goes across. What I want y'all to do is become familiar with what it is and what's there. So because more times than not, I will say, you know, I call out somebody and their mic's turned off. There's a red line through it. I I can see it quickly as the, the host of it or a participant because we can all see this stuff. And that 
what happens is then they're they're all over. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? It's on the bottom left side. Click on it to get rid of the mute so you're unmuted. It's that simple. All right. Um, and that one of my rules is I always want everyone to do a quick introduction of themselves before I get going and started. This past weekend, I did a two-hour program for a group in San Francisco, and I told them from the beginning, I, this is an open workshop. If you have a question, ask it, because I'm not going to be going back and forth to the chat box. If it's paired, but if it's tied in with what I'm talking about, just ask it. I'll respond to it. So you need to know what your presenter's rules are. And if you're not clear, hey, I would ask them. So remember that Zoom is visual. Now, if that on the visual um, that I keep that camera is on and that if you have, sometimes people have problems with the bandwidth, they have a low bandwidth, so they may have to turn off their incoming video. But here's what happens. A black screen comes up. For a presenter, as well as to other participants on it, that black screen becomes a black hole, and it becomes an energy suck. You don't want that. You don't want that. So make sure that you have, if you have to turn your camera off for whatever person, it could be you might have a giant coughing fit. Oh, you want to mute then if you've got a coughing fit going on. Maybe you've got the hiccups. Oh, oh, that'll do it. You would mute that. But the other side is that, or you may have to take a phone call. An urgent call comes in from the school or hospital. Who knows? It's, a, it's an emergency you take it. You don't just do your phone work. But then you want to mute it. You may want to turn your camera off while you're off and bring it back on. Have a decent picture that shows you smiling um, and being friendly uh, and, and then have that as a substitute in. Please do not do a black hole screen with that. All right. So again, turning off your video. It's the line through it. Click on the video camera and the line will go through it and turn it off. And automatically you want your settings to have your picture to come up. Now, how about your name? Um, because I know when I do, they, certainly with my coaching calls and the other, if someone's using someone else's computer and it comes up, it'll be their name or company's name on it. Rename it so at least your first name comes up so people will know as a, as a presenter I want to know to make sure I call you by the right name but to, and I have the capability of renaming people as I go along I mean I can rename um, anybody as a host of a zoom meeting uh, to get it to a right name as a courtesy why not do it ahead of time that's what I'm here with that so that's the display and want to include that. Here's another taboo before I take the first break. Sit still. Do not walk around. Do not move. Um, uh, you know what? Unless you're having a breakfast meeting, don't eat. And in fact, a lot of times I will use a straw. I get thick. I have thick. I have multiple color straws. And I have a thick straw that I can drink tea or coffee or cocoa 
or iced tea, fill in a blank. So I'm not lifting a mug or a glass in front of my face while I do that. So I use a straw for those purposes. So don't move around. You will make people sick and dizzy. It's like being in a car. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you? Or another? Author You shows you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, you will find a supportive and brainstorming community that is connected and creative, no matter where you live. Author You brings in national experts for its book camps and annual Author You Extravaganza. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author You's extensive network, Members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. AuthorU is the premier authoring resource in the country, creating community, education, guidance, vision, and success for the serious author. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, AuthorU is for you. Timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted on its social media platforms. And it is free. Discover Author U, where authors go to become seriously successful. Join Author U today at authoru.org. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book. If you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right. So again, I was as we went to our break, I was talking about don't make people Zoom sick and move around and walk around. And also, um, I know people are making a habit of being on Zoom in the car. Don't, really don't. Get get a recording. You can find out if the host is going to record it, if it's really important to do with it, or park someplace and be present. But I think we're getting very lazy. The other thing is, remember going back to the visual, is that so many times, and it, whether they're using a laptop, guess what? You could adjust your screen for where your camera is. What you don't want to see is just someone's the top of their head or their neck or their neck, all right? This is a visual of their face um, as that goes along. So on non-meeting noises, and I think that, again, because everyone is all over the place, that that if this is a meeting going along, that means there shouldn't be distractions from other types of noises on that. And that that's dogs, kids, lawnmowers, TVs, radios, dishes being done, others in the room and chatting and close by, 
Um, I've heard pings coming in from mobile phones often, um, b- computers that make buzzing sounds. Trust me, everyone hears it all. And you may be used to it, but we're not. So you've got to be in an environment where you're not going to have outside noise coming in um, with those things. All right. And then there's, um, I, w- I was on a, a call a group, a group call, and I would say there's maybe there may be 30 people on the call. I would say maybe four people were paying attention. They actually were looking at camera. Do you know where your camera is on your um, computer? Most of them, if you've got a laptop, it's built in, and it's usually in the center on the top when the frame of your monitor. That's where it hangs out. If you have an independent or an attached camera, know where it is. But one of the problems I see happening often is that, you know, you may have two computers and there's one that you're working on, you have storage on, then you have another one, maybe you do this other, and I see people going back and forth on that. And it's, it is also distracting because what we do is we get the total side view of you Um, versus your face and your facial expressions. And remember, communicating is not just with spoken words. It's with the visual side of it, of that. So multitasking. Um, You don't don't fool anyone into thinking that you are present if you're doing other things. Um, You know, certainly taking a few notes and updating whatever is being discussed is certainly okay. I know that when I do my workshops, I let everyone know we are recording this. You will get this um, recording within 24 hours after we do this. You have handouts to go along with it. You could, you know, and and, I, and by the way, when I do send handouts before a presentation, I tell people, please print these out so you have them to go with. Um, otherwise, I mean, if, if they've got the capability of do, dual screening on one computer, I guess you can take notes um, at that time. But you're better being present, being present, interacting with your eyes, your thoughts, everything else. So, and as I say that, I'm actually looking directly at my computer with the camera thinking you can see me, but that's what you want it to feel like, that you're present in that. So avoid the, the multi-tacking, that it, it, its best tip is to keep your computer tabs and background apps either minimized or close them. Um, so you maintain focus in that. Now, what about what you wear on a zoom i mean one of the things that's happened and there's all kinds of horror stories out here but you certainly as a rule can dress from the waist up um and sometimes people forget and there's again there's no zoom etiquette but heck why not look your best how how would you if you were doing presenting um or if you were attending a meeting are you going to show up in your flip-flops and cutoffs or and and you know I'm a barefoot girl I'll tell you that but if but and I do you know I'm barefoot in my office if I'm working in my office I mean all my feet are not showing I'm okay um, with that or I may have slippers on or something like that but boy uh, the rest of it you know I have a little makeup on my hair is combed I've got earrings on whatever your thing is that you want to look decent 
in that area. So I, I do on Friday mornings, I do a very early morning coaching call, seven o'clock in the morning. People from the East Coast, sometimes I have someone from England, sometimes in Israel, which is, you know, many hours, many hours different. Uh, sometimes we have on the Western states involved, and I've had people actually show up in a bathrobe sometimes. Okay, that's no big deal. That call is a more personal call. We all know each other really well. Uh, their coffee is there. They're ready to go with that. But if you have people that are not a well-known group and all that, maybe you need to up your game a little bit um, and make sure, you know, I'm all about colors and, and whatever you accessorize with, what you're known for, there's no reason not to do it. And it's always interesting. We have one of our, like our 7 a.m. participants and JC is 90 years old. She comes dressed, makeup, earrings on. She always looks terrific. And it's interesting how everyone remarks about how pleasant she always looks. So just saying, um, you might want to think about doing that um, with that. Um, it's the, the, but, the, you know, what you wear is a judgment on your part. Just remember, if it's an unknown audience, um, I always, in the speaking business, I've always told people you always dress at least one grade above how you believe your audience is going to be uh, dressed. I would have the same advice on this. So what about virtual backgrounds? Oh, there's all kinds of goodies to do here. Um, and that you want that quiet setting. But here's one of the bugaboos that I have with a lot of the virtual ones, that if the speaker does not sit still, all of, it, all of a sudden there is a movement, half of their face could disappear in some of these filters. Um, they're all of a sudden they have a white halo around them. And what happens is this becomes very distracting. And this is this not only, you know, if, if you're on a, uh, uh, if you're a participant in a group that is on it, that becomes a flicker and it's distracting. So my advice is you better fine tune these areas. And, and I know when I was doing this workshop on Saturday, I called one of my participants out and, and I said, please take your filter off, you know, whatever you have, because she was fading in and out on me and it was, well, it was bugging me, but also I knew it had to be distracting for other people uh, within the group. So what do you do? Well, you know, I like to find a natural background. I mean, I'm all about books. So typically when I'm on a Zoom meeting that requires a visual or a Skype meeting, uh, that any presentation that it just it, that is a visuals included, I often will have bookcases of my clients' books and things behind me. So that's where we are. I could be in my inner office. And so I've got a different setting. Uh, behind it uh, in that. But if if I'm um, like my coaching call, I will sometimes if the day is beautiful and pleasant, I might be outside and they will know that because it's, it's usually one on one with me or it's with my group that they, you know, they like to see what's going on in, in my on my deck. 
So that's okay. But if this is a professional tied in and then it's a business pitch to it, if it's for your building influence, anything like that, you need to pay attention to what it is. Now, you can get some great filters um, out there that would tie in that you could that could be planted behind you. There is many green screens that you could then come in and drop something. Um, you can download a filter and bring them up. Again, I just don't want them to be the flicker kind that all of a sudden you start looking ghosty uh, and you come in and out of that. So there's options for you out there and you could have some fun. I mean, I, w one of my good friends has um, a, ho a thing from Hogwarts uh, that shows what he has got going on there. And it's always fun in it. And it's always very clear. And he doesn't have a ghosting on it. So some of these you can pay for. And you will get them and um, take advantage of that. But I just want you to be tuned in to what it looks like behind you. And do you disappear or not? And does it does it tie in? Now, there's also another little tool that I came across, and it's called AnyVoo, A-N-Y-V-O-O, AnyVoo.com. And what AnyVoo can do is, it's and the cost is around $225. So, And I get, no, I'm not an affiliate. I get no monies for when I say these kind of things. But it's a webcam background. Now, this is what AnyVoo is. It, 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 it is like a... Oh, what is the size? It must be five feet, maybe five feet by five feet wide. It could be four feet tall, whatever the size is. And you can have a banner made with your logo, with your books on it uh, that could surround you. So you have a very crisp, clear, and it comes with a frame. It's all set up, ready to go. And you just kind of set it up like a screen behind you that could advertise your books or your expertise or your coaching or fill in the blank what you do. And it could surround you and you have this live camera on you, but it, and it also just includes that whatever is on this webcam background. But because here's where I am. I start revolting when I see these virtual backgrounds that um, aren't the norm. And with the fading in and fading out of faces and hair or, oh, my gosh, some an unmade bed that might be behind someone or a total room that is in chaos and disarray, any vu could be your cup of tea. Um, and so this is this is a great marketing and, and that I'm actually designing one that I'm going to have because I'm changing my offices that will have my taglines. It's going to have my key books on it. Uh, and it's it's very cool. So where do you find out more about this? Anyvoo.com and see what you think. So I think that's kind of cool uh, to play with that um, in that arena. All right. So moving on on my hit list um, and that as we come up here, we're going to go for our next break. But moving on, we're going to be looking at uh, the area is about, what about sharing screens? How do you go about doing that? You're going to need it. We'll be right back.
is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Discover the power of you and your book at the Judith Bryles Unplugged events. Each summer, Judith Bryles Book Marketing Unplugged unfolds over three intensive days working with just Judith. You get publishing strategies, author and book platforms, book marketing panache and pizzazz, and authoring tools to take you and your book to rock star success. In the fall and winter, Judith Bryles Speaking Unplugged includes Judith as your coach and mentor during two powerful days. You will learn how to structure a speech, how to create openings and closings, how to find gigs that pay you and sell your books, and you will get one-on-one coaching. Go to thebookshepherd.com and click on the Events tab to learn how to participate at the next Unplugged Workshop event. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All righty, we're Zooming, Zoom etiquette, what to do, and all these goodies on that. Um, what about lighting? Okay, standard lighting doesn't work. That one of the, I think the best little tools, they're so inexpensive now, is that you want to have what, what's called as a circle light. Amazon is probably the fastest place to get it. Um, and that the circle light or that it just brings it on and uh, there are, you know, bright white. There's a bluish tone. Uh, don't do either of those. There is a pinky, peachy color. That is usually better on your face. And and use that. But you can have them to the side. Um, I actually have the one I use when I need it. It is right behind my uh, uh, screen on my laptop. So it just comes in right behind. So it's directly on me and you don't have to worry about shadows or anything else. Cause you know, sometimes you have great light from daylight, which would always be wonderful, but it always doesn't, it don't always, I should not say always. Mrs. Russell, fourth grade teacher said, avoid using always. Um, typically it is going to have shadowing and I would stay away. There's also something else that I call the cowboy lights. And um, again, this is their big puffy light cloud lights. And I have a couple of those that I bring in and I will use um, and I would put them on both sides um, coming down if I needed more light, if I had a darker uh, room going on with those things. But make sure that your lighting is in play. Now, what about screen sharing? You know, here's another dashboard thing. If you go back to your Zoom dashboard, along the that black line on the bottom that has the mic and the camera and recording and all these other options, um, that there is a green light square, horizontal, small square, and it's share screen. It says share screen green. All right. If the, the now if you're the host, you automatically can share your screen. 
If you're a participant, you cannot share your screen unless the host invites you to do that. And they will do that with the security shield says, you know, allow others to share screens. All right. So on sharing the screen, you push the magic green button and it comes up. Now, then it depends on a Mac or an Apple, but it will come up and they usually give several options. You want to share usually your desktop. Bring your desktop up and then you go into what file that you're after to share. For my clients, what we're doing typically is that we're sharing, like when I teach how to create an Amazon bestseller, that um, one of the homework assignments is all these posters they have to make and they share them. I have them do it real time. They create them and share and I make them go fast, fast, fast. And then we share, everyone can see what's going on and then I can make comments, how to tweak, how to add, how to, with the verbiage they put on them. All right, so that's one thing that you wanna do. Then at the top, after you're done sharing, at the very top, it'll say a little other red button come is there and it says stop sharing. Click on that to release the screen back to the host. Um, and then this is between turning my mic on and off, turning my camera on and off. Sharing is the other one that people say, where is it? Where is it? Now you know where these things are um, on that, with that, all right? Now, there is something on Zoom called breakout rooms, and should you use them? And the answer is, that's a big maybe, um, that I have been on more calls, group, you know, with a group call, a workshop, and the presenter says, okay, that we're going to assign you to breakout rooms. You've been assigned. Um, and then people go to the breakout rooms and it's supposed to be there, do some assignment for 10 minutes or so. And, and then people get in there like, you know, they're going, what do we do? You know, thumbing their lip. Um, and less as a host, unless you're the host here. Uh, you are responsible for giving them the guidance. So maybe before you throw someone to the breakout room is you assign someone that task. So maybe it, you know, Sally, Sally, please be the leader and make sure they answer these three questions and, 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 and keep notes. And then when we come back again, you will report what people say. All right, that's clear. You can do that. Usually they don't do that. Or they may have someone on their team saying they're going to do that and they hop around, but they don't know. But then here is the other Lulu that I have seen with the visual, the unmade bed, the unkept room, the, the distractors going, what in the hell is going on here? And so have be pay attention if you're going to use the tools and Zoom is adding on tools all the time. You, you want to make sure you understand them and they're appropriate. Otherwise, I just avoid them and, and don't use a lot of them. Now, you can poll, you can do so, but there's, you know, there's also other tools that can use very fun, um, that you can have fun, like with the your mobile devices. Uh, you could have people, you know, everybody on the Zoom call, and you could you could send them to go work on something and and you could give a question and in real time um, besides everyone holding up their hand for example um, that they could actually answer a question so it's an interaction app and one that I would encourage you to take a look at it's called Slido 
S-L-I-D-O, Slido. Um, and it's very cool. And you could create a poll and everyone just goes and you have it all preset. And then everyone goes to uh, their mobile and they put in number one, two, three, four, five, whatever it is. And then instantly the host can say, 45% of you said blah, blah, blah. Okay. So that's kind of a fun little tool. And I would encourage you and it, it's interactive with uh, WebEx, with uh, Google Slides, with PowerPoint, um, and your live videos. So it's it's kind of a cool tool. And I think you might have fun with that Slido, S-L-I-D-O dot com on those things. Now, what about the chat? Because I mentioned the chat. Okay, for me, uh, I can say, or right, you'll find it in the chat box. Here is the website for you to go to. Or someone else will be on it and they share that. I ask them, would you go and find this and put the link in so everyone can do it? Now, if the, if the call's made recorded and all that, that you're going to have the chat that you can go back and review and maybe send a follow-up um, with everybody on that. I often will follow up my, uh, well, I do follow up my Zoom meetings with, with uh, um, my notes that follow up or I give action items, CTA, call to action items to people um, on that. But you want to make sure that if, if you're going to do this, that, you know, the, 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 all these things, that you have um, it, what the purpose of the chat is, all right? It's not, in my opinion, a networking side thing. And I had someone not too long ago, and I had to call her and say, do not do this again, you know, when I realized what was going on. Because people were being notified, as she kept, every time she put something up, they were being notified, and it was disruptive to the workshop I was giving. Because she was deciding to share some of her news and information. So make sure you understand if you are the presenter, let, let, let out the rules that you want to um, go for. <laughs> and if you are the participant, um, just pay attention to what's going on with that. And, and I will tell you, and then what about getting help, you know, some help kind of things. Um, when I do my all-day workshops, and sometimes I have actually done all-day workshops on uh, Zoom, um, I, I will do a split with an hour break, half-hour break, so people can get some lunch, and I do the health breaks, certainly, midway. But I have someone who is with me that I pay to be my total backup tech person. They have his phone number. He, I, I call him my Zoomerator. And that he, they can call if they need some help on something, they can't find it. He does the recording, he'll do screenshots. He, he lets me just be the presenter. So I'm present for my participants and not have to deal with issues and problems because someone can't find their mic. Someone can't do the, Paul will jump in and, say, and go directly to them. He has all their contact information and he will say, he will get on it. So it takes it off of me so that's that's what i'm all for all right so other things to look at um and when i first did a blog on this i had so many comments i thought okay now i've got to go back in more 
And as I said, that I do do things in different spots and I do move around so that that any VU, I think, might help you. So but here's some other things that if if you have, you know, if you were in my 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 inner inner office, um, I, I have paper. I can't put things away until I'm totally done with it, because sometimes my money brain doesn't tell my Wednesday brain where it is. So when I'm working on a live project, I have things out until I'm ready to put it in away for the night, so to speak. And that if you have paper, you have a part in your room that maybe you've, this is, you know, your side desk is all cluttered with lots of paper and things, you know, think about getting an attractive room divider. You know, for meetings that are in a business casual dress mode, be in a place that has a professional tone to it. Um, and I'm not talking in office, but there should be something that stays put and it can be very attractive. Um, and I mean, you could have some fun here. But and I know when I first started doing this, I actually had posters of some of my books um, up on it. Just as a reminder, I think the any vu. I might take care of a lot of that. You could have one of those five foot, uh, you know, five foot, six foot pull up uh, uh, banners that you could do. They could even have your picture. It could have a maybe a great saying or could have your tagline on it. Something there that could be on one side. So that's one part of it. And then maybe something else on the other. But a divider sometimes works very effective. Um, if, if, and again, as I said, if you've got those virtual backgrounds that flicker, it, it, it really, um, jumps on people's brains and they, your, your brains will go on and reject. So, uh, and, and I will tell you my truthiness, I've actually left a meeting as a participant because I couldn't stand the flicker factor any longer. And I'll bet you other people have too. All right. The third, as I've already mentioned it is get a ring light of some sort. They're always definitely under 50 bucks. Um, when I checked, you know, when I was doing this show just before I came on, there's there's some great ones on Amazon for under $30. So you can do that and remember to use the peachy tone with that. That would be a huge plus and it'll be, and actually, actually, it takes away a few wrinkles. How cool is that? So, it, it'll, it, and it shows your facial expression. So you want to be in there. All right. So we're going to take our final break and I'll come back with some more tips, starting with your mic. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Are you confused about publishing options? Do you know which printing option is best for your book? Does your stomach flip when you think about selling books? Or do you feel overwhelmed with what to do about book marketing and publicity? Get the answers and much more. Get them and from someone who knows publishing inside and out from both the traditional and independent sides 
how to make a successful book. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand and platform, and is a success, a bestseller. It is your choice. You choose. If you want author and publishing success, you want Judith Bryles as your book coach. Sign up for her weekly blogs and e-zine at thebookshepherd.com. The Book Shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and guide to collaborate with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You do not need more problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Riles will shepherd you through the maze and chaos. At times, she has had to step in and rescue a book. A book that has been sabotaged by a publisher, by a publishing service provider, and sometimes even by the author. If you want author and book success, connect with her today at thebookshepherd.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book. If you want to be successful as an author. Your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, we're talking online presentations, primarily Zooming it. And as we went to the break, I mentioned mics. So I think it's a good idea to have an external mic. I know that uh, certainly in laptop land, they're built in. And if you're not having to speak right up front that your nose is on the monitor, um, the mics are fairly decent. So I wouldn't worry too much about needing it. If you're the presenter, I'm going to tell you, maybe it's time to kick off, kick it up a little bit and have an external mic. So um, that that the internal one works great with family and friends and all that. We, we have friends that are remote from us and we do um, we do Zoom tales where we have we get we have drinks with them and snacks and we just do it's catch up time. I'm talking about the business side. Um, and so when you're recording, you need to step up your game. And Amazon, again, I use Amazon a lot. They have lots of, of good mics that you can plug in USB port for well under a hundred bucks. Um, and all my recordings for the podcast have that kind of external mic. It does have a, a what I, I call it a pee popper, but a, a little screen that goes over it that does some filtering of those things. There's also, um, th- this is what a portable one, because um, I don't carry the bigger mics around with me, but a portable one that might work quite well for you. And I have a Samson uh, Go mic, G-O-M-I-C, Samson Go mic. It's a USB microphone. And it's great for video chatting, podcasting. And for those of you who are gamers, 
a lot of times people will use it at that because they get very excited and they're doing all kinds of things um, and, and go back and forth. But it's easy to use. And, you know, something like that may work for you in that. So do have an external mic. Now, here's something I'm going to tell you to avoid. Um, there are, avoid using the microphone AirPods. Yeah, it's really cool to have, you know, all your electronics on the invisible side. I get that. Um, but not for your voice, not so. And usually the sound is hollow, um, kind of like watery. And it's, basically it's mediocre. For you speaking, it's important to be clearly, loudly via your computer um, is a heck of a lot better. So that's just my two bits there. Now, um, for those of you who, had, who are attending online, remember, think eyeball. Remember, I mentioned, where's the camera? I'm going to remind you again. It's it, in your laptop. It's, it's on the frame. It's going to be on the horizontal upper frame going across. And it's usually smack dab center. Um, and so that's what you talk to. And one of the things that was helpful for me, because I did so much TV work, so many interviews that I just learned to talk to the red light on the camera. That was my audience. And it kept me their frame because a lot of times people just don't know where to look and they're all over the place um, in that. So keep the screen. It's level. It's eye to eye. Um, and if you need to just move it around and raise it. So you should be doing a little pre-work before you come on so you can see how you look. You should see that. How centered are you uh, with that? Do you need to scoot closer? Do you need to back up a little bit? And again, the other day when I did a two-hour workshop, I had to ask a couple of participants to back away because basically I saw their eyes and nose, and that was it with that. All right. Animals in the room. All right. So on my Friday coaching call, um, we have the cattail affair and we have amazing cattails get on and it's all acceptable with the group. The friendly. It's like morning. Time, it's early morning, seven my time. I don't have animals, but I accept them. Um, if I was doing a presentation workshop, whether like my Amazon bestseller or one of my unplugged events, any of that, no animal. I don't want to see animals. I don't want to see tails and that. And I know that uh, several of my participants in my Friday morning coaching will say is <laughs> as soon as their cat hears my voice, it is up on the desk. All right. I get it. I get it. Um, but that, but it just be tuned into it. If it's strictly a, a, a business meeting, leave the critters outside on that. If it's friends and family, it, it is no big deal um, in this prod, uh, process. All right. So other distractions. Oh, my golly. Is there a lot as we wrap up this session? Um, in that and and I mean some of these are laugh out loud in in the process as as we go along here and that in the laugh out loud all right once you open you need to be tuned in a lot of people use the, their mobile phones actually they'll come in and they'll do a listening in um, and with that they think nothing of going to the kitchen, running the dishwasher, opening the fridge, putting together food, doing the grinder, grinding up their coffee. They think nothing of it. I want you to think about it. 
and they think nothing of it to go in the bathroom. We can hear, uh, we're all with you. Don't take us to those functions um, in that. So that's with that. But let's also talk about the portal, the portal. When you come on and the camera's on, understand that everybody can see you. Everybody. Now, I've been on events where people, you know, as a participant, they're putting their makeup on. So we get to watch, you know, from the eyebrows going on to all kinds of things in that. And I'm looking at that different things that happen, that can happen. And this is um, one time. Um, a woman, this woman came on and finally the men reached out and, and said, you need to tell her to stop, tell her to stop. Here's what she would do. She would get in. First of all, she would adjust her bra straps, make sure that she'd fix her collar up a little bit. My gosh, I'm doing this with you as I talk. All right. She would adjust her collar. Uh, she would start doing her hair. We'd get her earrings coming on. And she'd, then she'd adjust her boobs underneath. She'd make sure everything was right. The girls were doing good and lifted up and, and all that. I mean, it was hilarious. Um, but also, um, it fell on me to say, this is don't turn your camera on until you're ready to be fully present and visible. So... Um, I, I've had people brush your teeth. I've seen people floss their teeth um, and scratch in places that are typically not public. Let's just say that. So they finish getting dressed. They do. A, and, 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 you know, even you can hear their stomach growling sometimes. And, and, you know, you may think, oh, Judith, you're really being outrageous here. I remember being in the studio um, and I was taping. I was doing an audio book. And that, those mics are so sensitive. They can hear anything, anything and everything um, from, you know, deep breathing to those belly sounds in it. And I, I have had people that have had different uh, appliances, uh, you know, because usually a laptop as down in the laptop. You can hear everything. You can hear everything going on with anything in the ostomy family. So be tuned into that in that process. Um, and I, th I think it's just important that, uh, that you know, this is a, a Zoom and Skype and, and the other formats are visual communications. They all have mics tied to them. So we see what's going on. As soon as you come online, you are visible to the world. You're visible to the world. That the uh, audio, especially for the host, um, and if other people have their audios on, if yours is on, we hear everything that is going on. Sh should we? Probably not. So be just be tuned into that. So trust me here when I say that. So I was, when I was in doing the audio, um, I'm not a breakfast eater. I don't eat breakfast. And all of a sudden, every sound, the editor, every sound that my growling, my tummy was growling, was making that I was sent home. I had to be sent home. And I have learned now that when I go into a studio, that I make sure, because those are hypersensitive mics, that I make sure that I've had some yogurt or something to make sure that the growling tummy beast will stay dormant 
for a few hours in the process. So I'm just saying. So with that, people, 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 any online call is visual, it's oral, it's physical, it's a combo. Be aware of how you yourself be ready, come across, you need to be ready before you go live. You know, I'm an enthusiastic book coach and consultant, and I want face-to-face -face time with my clients. COVID took away a lot of that. Certainly, it's back again. But a lot of us, especially with my distance clients, we can't do face-to-face -face in person. But we can do it with the Zooming capability on that. And we use it real-time. Online capabilities can be fabulous. They can be great. But... But, 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 it's a big but. Meeting after meeting online is very tiring. It's visually tiring. It's mentally tiring. And yes, it's physically tiring. Make it easy for those on the other side. The savvy presenter does his or her best to create an engaging presentation that meets the needs of their participants. The participant needs to make sure that his or her actions, their reactions, their backgrounds are ads and not distractions. All right. And with that said, I want to thank you for being with me for, gosh, six years on our podcast together. And that as we go forward, and we certainly are going forward, make sure you go to the show page um, on our show page and do a like. Go to whether you, if you're on YouTube, if you're on um, Apple, if you're on Amazon, you know, Spotify, whatever platform, let's do to share some comments. I'd love to have you do that. And with that, I'll bid you adieu. I'll see you next week. Happy writing, happy publishing, and your success. for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryle.